0: You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far on this no, butt. No, 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 Oh, you are no, such a no, 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 suck-up. No, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This, this is the Jobber Knocker Podcast.
1: What's up, Jobbers? Welcome to the latest edition of the Jobber Knocker Podcast. As always, Nestle Mania. Alongside for the ride is a man that told me to my face, I hate you, Dad. JC. Say it to my face.
0: All-time Boehner I'm a theme son. But you hate you,
1: you hate me dad, right?
0: I do. Absolutely. You suck. Thank um you and I also love Dom way more than Ray so because he's way Who cooler. Who doesn't love Dom with that haircut right? I know I was a judgment day and I think people are finally starting to like finally. come on to the side come on the side of the fun but you know what speaking of fun we start the show one way we're going to get to Extreme Rules we're going to get to AEW we're going to get to NXT and all that stuff later in the show we'll get to the fucking QR codes and the rabbits that are white and shit like that too but we only start this show one way Nestlemania that is in the shine always in the shine much like Mandy Rose the measuring measuring stick of NXT the greatest women's champion of all time uh, but for me this week I'm going to start with a different champion on Monday Night Raw that a show that beyond this I might not be super positive about this week but to me there's a lot of reasons why the Bobby Lashley Mustafa Ali segment and match were my favorite part of the week one because Bobby Lashley is a stud and I don't think uh he has been he's been getting a lot of credit lately obviously like he deserves but He is like the definition of what you would want in a babyface champion and how he does it. He's done a great job, which we know is hard to do. He's dominant, but what I love about this reign is he is defending the title a lot. He is defending the title on TV a lot, and he is defending it against a wide variety of different guys. This week, it was Mustafa Ali who kind of demanded a match with him backstage, and Bobby doesn't back down. So we also get this Mustafa Ali, a guy that really doesn't get used a lot, and we got to see a matchup that, if we've seen it before, I don't really remember it, and they never really got this time. And I thought Lashley went out of his way in this match to make Mustafa Ali look great and get his stuff in. And we know Mustafa Ali's great and makes other people look weak, uh, look great. Excuse me. So uh, this was by far my shine of the week, Nestlemania, and I loved everything about this.
1: I'm surprised they're starting off the show with this, but I will say I love the presentation of Lashley in general. I love the backstage segment with you know, Mustafa Ali. I don't know if we're calling him Mustafa Ali or Ali. It just seems like we're going back to the Mustafa way, Ali. Just the way Mustafa. things were, essentially. Um, yeah. But it's fine. He would gotten it back, uh, I think, before Vince left, too. Okay. So, anyway, yeah. it was a great matchup. I love... the the What I really love about this is that this is good because it was an example of the fact that you can enjoy wrestling that not just is for wrestling's sake, it was wrestling with a story. And I think that's the difference where I enjoy wrestling with a story. I don't love... Just these thrown together wrestling matches, and I think that's. What oh, we'll, we'll talk. get we'll, to those. We'll get to those. Uh, yeah, exactly. But the one thing I will say is this was this stood out to me because it was more of a uh, Ali. Does he have the heart? Can he keep up? Do all this stuff, and he never gave up. And and Lashley gave the Undertaker like, you know, look when he kicked out of stuff, and the whole part of like the heart, he won't quit. I love that portion of that character for Ali and Bobby. Like you said, went out of his way for him. And Bobby, for the most part, we make a joke that he's just, like, this overbearing, like, hulking man that just slams people around. But he gave a lot of, you know, a, a lot of the offense away and gave it to Ali, which I think, even that, that uh, what was it, the 450 onto the arm, that mm. part right there, like, he could have legitimately snapped the arm. I mean, not, you know, he's a tree trunk of a man, it doesn't matter, but... It was good. It, was, it, it, it gave the opening like, oh, that's logical. He may not be able to put the hurt lock on, folks. It makes sense. It makes absolute sense. And that's what makes me happy when I'm watching something, when I can get lost in something. I have a giant smile on my face. There are a couple spots here on SmackDown and Raw specifically that had smiles on my face. Uh, this was one of them because I think Ali does a great job. I'd love to see Ali do more. I don't know if we're going to get it. But I think his best days are going to be in a tag team, personally, because I think that's where somebody like him can pair up with somebody maybe a little bit taller, a little bit bigger. And he can be the speed versus the power kind of thing. And I think those are the tag teams that you can enjoy.
0: Well, I will also say, like, a note on that is him and Cedric, uh, the heart and soul of the former 205 Live Cruiserweight division. They have actually been working a lot of tag teams together on main events. That is something maybe we could see uh, translate. Not exactly the blueprint you put out, but I think they're two guys that would just be fun because they're both incredibly talented, as we know. But even like after the show, like we know like Lashley was trying to shake his hand in the rain. Seth came out, curb stopped, set up the match for next week, which, once again, Bobby, a fighting champion, uh, will defend against Seth Rollins, which I thought was kind of interesting, considering Seth has a big match on Saturday. But I think that just kind of adds to the intrigue of what Monday could mean. But Nestlemania, one last note on this before we move on. Another reason why I love the show with this is because you know what else Bobby Lashley does? He respects the goddamn brand split. So, bravo Bobby Lashley. You don't see this motherfucker getting blue on Friday nights. He stays on red. We see him once a week on the Red Show, which keeps him fresh, keeps him interesting, as it should be for the majority of people. Because we know, like, probably everyone else we're going to talk about on the show, none of them respect the brand spit because they're on both shows this week, which is probably why I'm down in a lot of shit. But I just wanted to throw that in. Now, since I said that, Bobby Lashley's probably going to show up on SmackDown. But whatever. Fuck me. Uh, so you said you were surprised that I led the show with this. So. Yes. I'm looking at my other stuff and there's nothing that I loved as much as this. So I'm curious what you liked the best
1: this week. I got, for some reason, I just got a big smile on my face when I was watching two things. I'll start with the one that I know you'll enjoy, which was Braun Strowman. Oh yeah. This would have been my next thing. It was, this was my next thing to me. Like, yeah, I'm in my bed. I'm tired, whatever. But when this motherfucker comes on my TV,
0: you jump out of there. Yeah!
1: I just I just love him. I don't care if he's a baby face, a heel, I don't care if he's in the background, foreground, whatever. He is he is just so much fun. And the match he had where and again, he he went out of his way he didn't have to have Otis let him flip him over the table. He, that, that suplex that Gable gave him, I was, mm. I was just so enamored with the whole thing. And again, it's not that it's going to be a bad match. It's a good match because anytime Chad Gable sniffs a ring, it's good. But this was a match that made me take away from my normal everyday worries and enjoy. And that's what Braun Strowman does for me. I just enjoy it. I stop thinking. I shut off my brain and I go... Here's this giant man who's going to make me smile. That's it. And it, he just does it. And, and Gable did a great job. He, he got more offense in than I expected. Mm-hmm. And that, again, these are things that I'm looking forward to when I go to watch my TV shows on Monday night, on Friday night. I want stuff like this.
0: Yeah. And the reason I obviously loved it for all the same reasons. And as you know, like Braun and Gable are always been JC guys always will be because they're so good to be a JC guy. You've got to be incredible. And these two guys are incredible for uh, very different reasons, obviously. But the reason why, Much like the last match that I put this match above a lot of what I saw this week is that they built this match since last week of, like, building it up as a thing. Like, first, Braun saying, I'm going to see you next week, and Gable being scared. Then we get to SmackDown, and they're still building it. Then we get to Monday, and Gable's giving us a little backstory, being like, I was your teacher, Braun, down at NXT. I was training you, showing you the ropes, showing you how to get it done. So it's just little things to add along the way that it's just like, like, this is one thing that I get so frustrated, and it's more so with AEW. It's just like, boom, random match, go wrestle for 20 minutes. Woo, woo, woo yay. But it's like, what usually can separate WWE is that they build up these things and make them matter. I think AEW has gotten a lot better with certain things. It was certain guys doing that. But with WWE, they've kind of like, there's been a lot of stuff lately. And like you bring it up as well, where it's just like, oh yeah, random match with two guys that are awesome. And it's a good match, but just like, whatever this one had that little extra of story on top of it and background and they built it up. So when they finally meet, like it has your attention. So
1: I, I, t- I tend to agree with you. I, th- I think we, the whole, if I could theme this entire show, it's, Random wrestling versus storytelling. That's exactly the difference between what I enjoy versus what I don't enjoy. So yep. it is what it is. Uh, there's not a lot left. I don't think that I
0: can speak to. I have two, two pieces okay, of shine left. Um, one is, and I mean, the, this isn't fast forward, but I just like, I think both groups are better off. Uh, LA Night is coming. It's yes. pretty much a done deal. He blows off the male models, but what I loved about this is obviously we're going to get LA Knight, who was a super fun character in NXT. If you're not familiar with him, the guy is one of the best on the mic. He's yeah. a decent enough wrestler and he's a lot of fun. He's going to bring a lot of that like extra type things and I think he's going to start as a babyface, which we saw at the tail end of his NXT run, which I definitely want more of that. But on the other end, because I know you've been saying all along, like what's going to happen to the male models? Well, first off, Nestlemania, they're going to get a different name because Max Seems male models, ma, perfect. It works. She works as like their valet. They can throw in the Lotharios with them. They can have a whole thing. Will they ever get elevated super high? Probably not, but I think they're a fun act with good wrestlers, an interesting enough gimmick where they're going to be on TV enough. She's super fucking hot. Mase and Mansoir are hilarious. Angel and Huberto can go. that You know what? I think both parties are better off because as much as I thought the Max Dupree character did have some uh, potential... I'm more excited for a babyface LA night in the short term. So give me that. Let him go his own way. Let them go their own, way, their own way. I think this is a breakup that makes a lot of sense. I
1: think you're burying the lead here because so this was the most maximum male models I think we've ever seen yeah. on SmackDown. So for yeah. anybody who says it's dying, I got news for you, folks. Get a clue. We talked about this last week about how Triple H probably won't, you know, dip into the pool of, you know, humor that Vince likes with the pee and poo and like the, you know, giving birth to a hand and all that nonsense. But Triple H does like sophomore humor. He is part of DX. So I feel like the maximum male models thing would be something he would make fun of. So I feel like it would be there. So I think they're going to be safe for a while. They're fine. But the other thing that I enjoyed was that it was the conduit to other things. Like the the KO going, I think your hand needs to be higher for the post to count. <laughs> then walking by, then seeing the Sami Zayn thing and being like, you need a new t-shirt. That's great. Yep. So it's like there's a conduit here where it was like, Three segments. That's a lot of TV time, especially in two hours. There was three segments there. They were doing the posing, the initial, the KO, and then the LA night, I think, with the, you know, yeah, it wasn't for me kind of thing. So I think they're fine. Do they need to be wrestling? I don't think so. I think they're perfectly fine doing what they can. I'm surprised you're holding the pose. If you could hold that pose for the rest of the entire show, I would be shocked. But.
0: You know I can't do that because one, I already like I can't sit still. No, of and two, not. I've been drinking coffee, so it's like <laughs> I'd be like, eh, jittery but as jittery. It's a fuck, great but. visual
1: for you to lose your hands, you know, like while you're doing stuff like you'd look like coked out Tony. My jazz hands! Yeah. <laughs> Some <Somewhere> watch <like laughs> <yeah. laughs>
0: My favorite is uh
1: Bendito
0: ah! Whatever that oh god, we'll get we'll get to that because we had a request from one of our uh favorite viewers that once more AEW in the show. We're gonna give it to you, especially this week. Uh last piece of shine, WrestleMania. I'll say this. And I mean, everything else surrounding all this bullshit is heat, so it's a perfect transition. But I thought Bianca beat the fuck out of Bailey on the mic, and it just showed that like as much as I love Bailey. Heel Bailey on the mic, like, she can't hang with, like, when, when Bianca's in her groove, I didn't think she could hang with her. So I thought Bianca did a great job. But anything else, damage control or this six-person fucking bullshit that we've seen for, like, two months, get him off my TV, Nestlemania. Get him off my TV, baby. So this is um this is the best example of why I, like, Rock could not hold my attention last night, and I thought WWE over the past few weeks has slowly been devolving into this is, like, Obviously, we got the overexposure, but what also comes with the overexposure is, like, even if the matches aren't the same, it's the same type of bullshit every week. Like, oh, EO, Alexa, in the main event. Well, before it was Alexa and Dakota. Then we have Dakota versus Candace, which was at least was a little different, but it's like you have all the same people just keep on mixing and matching and rerunning, and it's just, like, it's tiring. If it was once a week and just on Raw for all these women, it wouldn't be as bad because we get like a taste of it. We'd probably enjoy it more. But they're all over fucking SmackDown, hearing the same music and entrances every week, seeing the same type of people in the ring together every week. It gets kind of stale, and for me, it's very stale right now. It's just like Bianca and Bailey's going to be a baner. Bailey might actually win. I'm excited for that portion of it at Extreme Rules, but like a lot of it, it's like, man, like Raw literally could not hold my attention last week. Once we got through Ali, like. Ali Lashley, like, I just couldn't. I'm doing other things at the same time out of boredom. So it's just, like, I think you might be on the same page with that, but I'm curious your take. Well, you know that we talked about this. Damage control, folks, is just not
1: working. It's just not. And that, that's, not, that's not to say the three women aren't great. We've talked about this over and over again. We all want it to work. We all want it to work. We all want to enjoy it. We all want to boo or cheer or whatever. But there's a sense of who gives a shit. The thing I will say is the contract signing alone made me feel like, okay, I can believe this portion of the feud. I can, you know, the story makes sense in that context. In that contract signing, she was saying, "Yeah, I did it first with a side pony, with the girls, and the and the, the signs, and the whole thing." And then, you know, she flipped it, and Belair said, "Yeah, but I'm authentic, and you're not," which I thought was a great counterpoint, and kind of blew up in Bailey's face, which is what a good heel does, kind of doing whatever. But it, I think you're right. There is something about the the Bailey heel side that doesn't do it like just doesn't go all in and I think this is the difference maker where Bailey's too much of a clown and not enough of a killer
0: and Mm -hmm. I want to see
1: more killer Bailey less clown (laughs) Ha ha! ding dong like I I get it but I want to see less of it and I think they did sort of kind of do that the end of the night on Monday but I felt like it went on forever like it just it just kept going and I'm like where's the fucking copyright? Can I go to fucking bed already? Because this is not <laughs> this is not keeping my attention like you said. And all I could think about was wow she pinned her with four minutes left in the show. Something cool's gonna happen. Not really. They just fucking posed on a ladder. Okay, great, great. So by Nestle's logic, Nestle's rules, Bailey ain't fucking winning at the pay per view. Because she fucking Well, posed. here's
0: the thing. They still have SmackDown on on doing no, That's, that's what the bullshit, yeah. That's uh, true. But I will say, one thing that and I was kind of thinking about this like last night um, when it ended, and like you saying it kind of reaffirmed it, is you're dead on about her like needing to be able to flip that switch. But I think part of it, especially when you have a heel, because there's a lot of great heel champions that can look dominant, not necessarily through them, but like there's usually an enforcer. And Dakota and Heel are kind of supposed to be her enforcers, but let's be real. I love Dakota Inio, but they're not like size sometimes does mean something or like a mean streak. Eo and Dakota obviously don't have the size, and I don't think they have enough of that mean streak yet. Where it's like, I believe them as a dominant force. Like, if damage control, like you could have the like, say Bailey's the champion, and uh, Eo and Dakota are the tag team champions, and then they have a fourth member who's like an enforcer type. Then yeah, I could buy it. I mean, one person that I would love, I brought it up before is Alba Fire. She doesn't have the size, but which is if she's got a flaming bat, like there's your fucking enforcer. It's like, look at the bloodline. Perfect example. They have the champion. They have the tag champion. They have Goofy City but then they have the Enforcer, Solo, Sokoa. So it's like, I mean, Raquel would be perfect just because right. of her size, right. but that ain't fucking happening. Nia Vax hopefully is not walking through that door. So I'm not really seeing size as an option. I do think Alba Fire is coming, and I think they could sell me on it. Uh, not as probably easily as someone with size, but just like I think you need to have an enforcer type in damage control to really get them over the hump. That's to me would be the the easiest solution. So you said Raquel that in an
1: Albafire, which I understand. What would you what would you say to a Nikita Lions or maybe a Lash Legend? Well, they
0: there's size there. Do you care? Do you think it would take I, a right? I just, So I think the difference is I don't think either of them are ready. Okay you know what i mean it's like like that's why like raquel was dakota's enforcer right away but it was in nxt so we kind of got to watch her develop and she did great uh down there which is why she became champion they got called up but um i mean lash we agree like she has a great character i also don't see her in a woman's group because i don't believe her getting along with any woman that's why i kind of love her with pretty deadly because it fucking is perfect as much as you hate it it's just Uh, like their 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 personalities work and it makes sense especially with like the way pretty dad deadly do their gimmick having lashes perfect. Oh and Nikita, like Nikita is just, I think she's going to end up being a polarizing figure. I don't think she's ever going to be fully healed because it's just like, there's going to be such a slobbering part of the internet. That's oh, always yeah. going to keep her baby vase because, uh, people are just going to be drooling over fucking all of that. Um, so I don't, don't know. Put out any to tweets. Just don't
1: put out any tweets. That's all you got to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah, I don't know. That's why for me, and I also I don't think either of them are ready for the main roster. Nikita's going to get called up way too early, anyways. But that comes with the territory. But I don't see them as a heel enforcer. Okay,
1: I'm just trying to think of people that aren't
0: being. Yeah, used, no, that's why I like... said there isn't there isn't size unless if you did a Raquel or brought someone back. So to me, it's like Alba Fire with her flaming bat. Like I think that's as close as we can get. I have I have an I I would rather
1: book uh, Alba Fire somewhere else, but that's just but that's just me.
0: Me too, because I think she's one of the yeah. most talented women on the roster. She just but... looks different. I like it. The, uh, you want to go? You want entrance? Wanna... Yeah, the entrance is an ode to JC. Of
1: course, so. it is it's super hot fire. <laughs> Flames everywhere. So, do you want me to just kind of piss through stuff, or do we? Yeah. You want? All right. Yeah. So, uh, we'll start on SmackDown, so I can do logically in my head while I'm looking at all this stuff. Um, we have a great, we have a great effort here with Sammy and the solos. Uh, you know, and of course, Jay is not impressed. You don't fool me. I do like where we're going with this. I feel like it's too early, though. I feel like are we really there yet? I don't think so. I think Sammy just got the T-shirt. So I want to see the t-shirt go for a while before they take them away, you know, but maybe they will milk it for all it's worth. I have no idea. It just feels a little weird for it to happen now. I don't know how you feel about
0: yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'd slow play it, but if their goal is to do something big at war games and all these guys are involved and there's a turn there, then Yeah. But I don't, I want this to, I want it to be the Usos versus KO and Sammy at WrestleMania and KO and Sammy to beat them. Like that side to me is like the perfect way to cap a story. It ends the year, it gives the Usos like that long, long reign, and then it gives you the next thing. And I just think to me, I want that to be far away because. Sammy with the bloodline is so fucking good because him and Jay is so good together. Him and Jimmy joking around is so good. Even getting solo to crack a little bit, like the serious one enjoying it. And like Roman and Sammy dynamic is so good. The Heyman and Sammy dynamic is so good. It's like, we don't need to rush it, but, but yeah, no, they're definitely like they're. It seemed like they picked it up a little bit storyline wise, which again, I'm liking everything here. Bloodline. It's just like there's so much of it, and the matches are just so randomized. It's like like it's a random tag match against Ricochet and Madcap, which they set up the week before. That's fine. That's why it's like I don't hate it, but it's just like then we get more on Ron. It's just like it's all. It's just too much. Yeah, and Solo won a big match. You know, with the whole thing on Monday where it was kind of. As he should, he's a stud. He is a stud,
1: and I think people who don't like him would be like, "Oh, he's just a type of uh, prototypical." What is I can't even talk. Prototypical Samoan, and I was like. Name me one bad Samoan
0: wrestler. Name yeah, me and also, Solo so different. And to me, like, I have a, you know how AEW does their four pillars? Yeah. For me, I have the four pillars in the men's division of NXT 2.0. It's Braun, Mello, Solo, and Waller. I think those four are the future of this fucking industry. You're not putting Tony, yeah, Tony on D in there, wow. Uh, Tony D's right there. He's right there, but it's just, I had the trouble with, like, who am I taking off? Maybe you put Braun above them, and then the other four of the four pillars, and Braun's, like, the, foundation the fucking... is, He's the roof. Braun's yeah. the foundation. <laughs> Braun's everything else. Yeah. They're the pillars. Yeah. Because, yeah, Tony D, I think, is someone there, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. I think his gimmick, like, I love the gimmick, but I think that's the one that's the easiest to fuck up, where the yeah. other guys, like, their gimmick is who they are. They don't really need to worry about it, so.
1: Here's hoping you're right. I mean, it seems like most of them are full, full-fledged, full you know, made men already, no pun intended. Yeah, but I no,
0: think I that, mean, I'm, the two I'm least worried about are fucking Solo and mellow and Grayson, because those guys are just like, the way they are already can work for the next 20 years. Yeah, all
1: right, that's bronze.
0: Bronze gonna, I mean, Braun, like we I mean, we get in arguments in the thread. You and I are like, this guy's a WrestleMania main yeah. eventer. It's just, he's a guy that is gonna need more work into him, because he's... Fucking the least experienced of them all. And I think that's the hardest part is that people
1: look at Braun Breaker, you know, the Steiner, and they go, he's not a world champion. I'm like, thinking to myself,
0: his uncle probably was what, like a (laughs) five-time champion? (laughs) He's He's already this good with like a year and a half experience in wrestling. It's the same thing. This is the same thing like I said about Bianca, about Corbin, all these people that you can see it. You see like the little pieces, but they're so fucking raw. They might suck right now or there might be things you don't like right now, but like literally go watch and watch the first year of Bianca in NXT. Like you're going to be like Oh, she was terrible at everything. Like all she had was the look and you saw little pieces, but in the ring, she was brutal on the mic. When they tried to make her baby face, it was rough. So, but look at her now. She's the best woman wrestler on the planet. So it's just like patience. Take a look at the lawn picture with Braun. There's a reason why they're going to keep an NXT for a little
1: bit. I would expect them to keep there for a while because he's just, he needs, like I said to Danny, I said, he's had like 45 matches. Like Ever. not Most not, guys will not, not don't get TV, to WWE like, have 400 matches. Yeah. So. Jericho's had over thousands. You know, it's like, he's going to get there. And I think for people to think he's not world championship material is ridiculous because he just, he, he has, he looks, he's an amazing athlete. Like, you look at him, you're like, that's a dude on a truck. You look yeah. at him and you go, okay. And he's got the signer lineage. And... He's a good-looking man. Like women He's going to be polarizing, yeah. but again, that's not a
0: bad thing. Roman Reigns and John Cena, right. polarizing. Yep. The Rock was polarizing for a while. Stone Cold, he may be polarizing. Like, polarizing is good. Yep. There's a reason why Ronda Rousey's probably going to main event fucking Extreme Rules this weekend. Polarizing. Main event, I don't know, but we'll talk about that later. We can talk about that because I look at that card and tell me I'm what's going to main gonna, event oh, can, Ronda I, can I
1: put on my, my extensive booking hat real quick and tell you what I think yeah. Extreme Rules is going to be? I that's think it. I'm going to say you're going to start. I think you end. Let's do that. You're going to end the night in fight pit with DC. I think that's Oof. a big enough. That's a big enough. I think that starts. No, it's, it's either got to begin or end and it can't, it can't yeah. be somewhere in the middle. Cause they got to take the ropes off. So it has to be the beginning. I would think if it was me again, I'm probably wrong. We know this. I know I'm habitually wrong about everything folks. <laughs> so it's fine. Just ask my wife. Uh, so it's, it's different. I think that the fight pit, if you, Here's the thing. This is the logic that I have. If you're introducing DC, you know, if you're, if you're, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean on you for the UFC stuff in case I'm wrong because you're the UFC guy. He's a legend. You know, he's like he's he's amazing. But uh, but here's the other thing too is if you present him at the beginning, he's not as important, right? And the other thing is. The other thing is, is if you put him at the end of the night, he seems more important, right? So you have to put him in the, you know what I mean? So DC at the end of the night, I would put him there. I would start the night off with the ladder match with Bianca and Bailey. That's what I would do in, in Extreme Rules.
0: I think that's the ladder match would be a good a good place to start as well. I don't know. I just, it feels to me like, I mean, Rousey's the face of the poster. Like it just, she's the biggest name on the card. I feel like that's the main event. Unless if, but again, the main event, it could be... Carry Cross and McIntyre. If there's going to be something that if you know, that what I mean? happen. No, no. I'm just saying it wouldn't be the match. It'd be what happens after. If they have some big thing planned, if White Rabbit pays off this week, week weekend, which I don't think will. We can get more into that later. Then whatever that could be could be the end of the night. But I think if we're just looking at the card and we all expect them just to end as they're going to end, I think Rousey's probably the main event. I I, I would think that you're wrong.
1: Honestly, God, think right. we'll wrong. see. We'll I think, see. I
0: think you're wrong, but
1: we'll see. We'll see, folks. I don't know. I just. I don't disagree with a lot of what you're saying. I just disagree that Ronda Rousey should be the main event. But I mean, she's the biggest name on the card. She's the face I'm on the poster. Saying, I'm not saying... There is literally Ronda freaking Rousey. I understand that, but that's Seth freaking Rollins. Don't you forget about it, Val.
0: Yeah, well, as he said, he's like, he'll never be the top guy in the Roman era, and he's right. Like, <laughs> Seth Rollins is amazing. Seth Rollins is one of the top guys, he, but it...
1: I died a little inside when, when Seth Rollins said, if I could be his edge to his Cena, his macho
0: man to Hogan, I went, that's not so fucking bad. He's in an incredible position, yeah. but like most people, you should want to be the number one guy. So I don't, I don't mind that at all. But he also like, he understands it's like, he knows, he, he knows he can be, but it's just like, I mean, Roman is like, Roman's an all time, like generational, which right. Seth is too. But like Roman is like the pinnacle of that.
1: Pinnacle you say? Pinnacle. Interesting. Uh, I lost my train of thought here. Where are we? We, we already did the. Uh, I don't know. You were pissing through the random fucking matches that didn't mean yes. shit this week. Uh, Rhonda beats Natty in over just three minutes. Woohoo. Okay. Happens. Whatever. Uh, we move on to. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just going to move on to. The, I don't even want to talk about the six man waste of time at the end of the night. That was. Stupid. Oh, you mean. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. Six man tags. An example, folks, of why it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Moving on to Raw Judgment Day. I hate you, Dad. That made me kind of laugh. But, folks, we're in like week fifty-two of this non. Like they're not touching each other. They're not hitting each other yet. It's I'm just not like you. I'm it's not like you. it gets it gets to a point where I'm just I'm like I just want to see Dom and Ray wrestle at, at this point because I know they're saving it for WrestleMania. We we probably understand. WrestleMania. It's gonna be a mad like
0: that's six months away. That's fine. Six Judgment Day is here. Is the thing WrestleMania? So when I watched Raw last night, I care about Judgment Day because at least they're interesting. They have they do a lot of things like you said, like they have little daddy lines. Like I'm always watching what Rhea's doing. I'm only always watching what Finn's doing. I love AJ's interaction with them. The Edge promo later in the night put me to sleep, but yes. that's beside the point. But it's like that, and then the lastly Ali, like that stuff had my attention and maybe a few minor details. But besides that, it's just like random matches, random matches. Oh, the same people are wrestling on SmackDown that wrestled on Raw. Thanks.
1: Yeah. No, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I'm just, I'm curious where we go with this. Cause it's, it, it seems like we're at a point war where it's like, games. it's like, okay, after war games, then what? It's like, you got to find another, like, are we, are we really, we're not getting bloodline versus uh judgment day. I don't think that's a thing. I really don't no
0: It's the judgment day versus team edge and Ray.
1: Oh my God. That promo that like I was sitting there. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I, I only, I jinxed myself too. Cause I was thinking they're going, they said edge wasn't there. I'm like, this is great. And then of course he's sitting there talking about shit about you know life in general about how he'll never quit and I'm like okay he's not fucking losing, uh, and then then he talks about how he's self he's selfish, you know and he's stubborn well, and all that the- and I was like of course you are motherfucker because you're taking up my TV and you're talking for forty five fucking minutes get over yourself literally nothing he said needed to be said that's what I'm trying like if you're gonna get in front of a microphone on TV mind you. You better add to what the fuck you're doing. Because some of these things they do with promos is just for soundbites. I get that. But this shit that he did in the ring absolutely didn't need it. I was I was sitting there thinking to myself, why is Edge even on my TV right now? Just show up on Saturday, beat Finn, and then they're all going to beat you up again like you said in your goddamn promo. It doesn't matter. Judgment Day is the most dominant non-winning faction in WWE history. <laughs> you know, it, you know, they're like, the most dominant losers in WWE yes, history. <laughs> they are the dominant jobbers. That's what they are, the dominant jobbers, folks.
0: I love that. It's so, it's
1: that. so bad. It's good. It just makes it's like it's like yeah. We don't care about wins and losses because who the fuck cares? It's like great. Why are we wrestling? Why are we in this realm? Who cares? Sorry, just it bothers the fuck out of me. It <laughs> it does. It it does. The, dominant like the jobbers. most dominant choppers in WWE history. It works for me. It is. They they they. they, they are, I, I can't. I can't speak more to it. It's just it bothers the fuck out of me. Uh, moving on. I guess it's time to talk about the tweet that Bertsky wants to talk about here. Um, I think. That, you know, somebody actually you know what? I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it, Bertsky. You gotta listen to us longer. I just want more views. Moving on, I'm gonna go as a kind of a tease right there. Um, do you care about the Miz and Dexter
0: stuff? I feel like next week is gonna be fun for his birthday. Well, it's just but... I'm glad that Miz on the phone with Maurice addressed like where the hell is Champa? Because I've been like wondering the same thing. It's like is he done with the Miz and he's gonna come back as like fucking old D-I-Y. old Or is he gonna or is he been like kidnapped by Dexter and we're gonna Miz is gonna like go and Champ is gonna be like floating in his pool or like fucking tied up or something? Like like so it's one of those things like week to week, again, like I said last week, they're not doing anything, but like I want something to happen. Right. So it's like there's at least that. But yeah, no, it feels like we need something to develop. Soon. We know, we know next
1: week someone's coming out as Barney the dinosaur or like for the birthday, like we know, some balloons are gonna get pop, or like there's gonna be a giant present in the ring. We understand this is Dexter. We're gonna get it. But what I would like here is to flip the script a little bit and not have anything happen in the ring. Like have something happen backstage, where like he jumps out of a cake or something. Like that would be fun. But at this point, do you want? Happy birthday, is Dexter! Yeah, it's like it's like. Do you want physicality? Do you like? What do you want from this? Like,
0: you there needs to I, be a finish to this. I just, it's one of those things where it's like the lead ups going to be better than the payoff of this. And I don't care. Cause like, I know the Miz, whatever happens is going to make it as good as it possibly can be. It's one of those things with Dexter. Like he was always intriguing. He was always interesting. You can do different types of things with that character. But once you get to like a wrestling match, like most of the luster is gone at that point, but it's usually worth it because he's so interesting. But I am just curious, like where do all these people go from here? Like Ms. and Champa, like where do they go from here? Like we, you know, obviously it wasn't by mistake that the Miz ran into Gargano in the highlight hallway who knows Dexter very well. And Gargano was like, ah, huh, freaking Dexter. Cause he, he knows, he knows he dealt with all the crap with Dexter and then, uh, he married his daughter. So, you know,
1: I don't know. I just, I look at this and I think. The Miz will be unscathed. He'll figure it out. He'll move I mean, on the to Miz something better. The He's, He's the Miz. Bulletproof. He's bulletproof, yeah. baby. Like you said, and and uh, Dexter's great, but I don't know. Like after the Miz, what do you do? You know, like what do you do with Dexter? Is it is it the Same way?
0: With the, I don't know. The I mean, the way it's just yeah, it is. That's gonna I don't be, think the, you can open. with the other stuff going on. Like you know what I mean? Not like yeah, not yet. No, we got what? It'll get, it'll be like, like six
1: months to a year. Maybe after WrestleMania, we yeah. can get this going.
0: Triple H has that trump card in his pocket when he needs it to just bust out the way.
1: So. I just don't see that happening anytime soon. I really, 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 really don't. Uh, moving on to stuff that uh, is uh, leaving a bad taste in my mouth specifically. Um, I'm not necessarily in love with. We talked about EO and Bliss, but here's the other thing. I just don't know if I like these. Well, I don't know if I liked Dawkins versus Solo specifically, but I just wanted to say spe- that it sucks. It absolutely sucks. I had no idea that Montez Ford was gotten a boot. I had I had no idea. I didn't know either, yeah. And I think that Dawkins is done. Like in the water,
0: <laughs> you, you try, you've been trying to do this for years, and the guy—he's like, he's, a he's great the best tag, hot team tag in the business,
1: though. I will give yeah. him that. He's, he's the a the best great tag, tag, tag the team business.
0: wrestler. Everyone's been trying to break up the street profits for years, and they're not because they're still like a top two tag team in WWE, and have been for like three years. It's just like it's going to be fine. Like, yeah, it's a setback for them as a tag team in the tag division, but you've been complaining all the time. Like, what are they doing? They've already done tag times. Well, here you go, Nestlemania Here's your cool off to get other tag teams involved with the Usos. Can I so just get what you fucking want, you fucking whiner? Can I just
1: say for the moment there is no tag team division it feels like there is there's like literally just them talking around there,
0: well there is we got hit row and the male models doing their It's like smackdown's showing off all the tag teams i mean the raiders must be out on a quest uh so we haven't seen them and new day must be uh i don't know what new day's doing they're looking uh, for a new
1: beginning yeah it's, it's but yeah ridiculous. but
0: no on raw it's like the uh, alpha academy is probably the most seen tag team but it's like they're fighting as solo stars yeah. uh judgment day i guess could be a tag team but they're getting like a multi thing the Mysterios are dead because uh, Dom doesn't want anything to do with his stupid dad. I can't blame him. Um, so, yeah.
1: It's just hard. It's just really hard to think there's there's literally no tag teams. And the, the tag team division. just tag be, teams. They're just not doing the they're division. They're not doing anything. They're just, there's yeah. no there's no focus on the tag team division is what I'm thinking. That's what I think. That's all. Yeah. The Bloodline might as well have those things. They
0: might as well just be costume props at this point. Who cares? That's you know I mean? the thing. Is, as great as the Bloodline is, it does kind of like, it makes it hard to like, you they're know. They're not going to be the greatest ever if they don't do anything. Well, though they're hoarding. They they yeah. are the greatest. Enemy. That's not a discussion. So
1: hoarders are always great because they hold on to stuff? Is that what you're trying no, to
0: say? No. I mean, their work the past fucking year has proven why they are. It's just one of those things now, like, you know, we're in a different position. It's like the story is more of like they're going to defend their titles like they have been doing. Um, There'll be random challengers here and there. Uh, the new one's probably coming soon. They'll defend them at Crown Jewel, I'm sure. So we'll see. Very quickly, do you think that Seth Rollins and Riddle
1: during that exchange, the no-touchy, did you expect them to go lowbrow again with you can't see your kids child supports a lot of money and then hey you're a second fiddle to roman and your wife did you do you feel like that adds to a fight because i feel like there's two trains of thought jc and you can tell me which way you you lean there's the ufc style of like how they promote a fight and the press conference where everybody just talks shit about each other i'm gonna beat the fuck out of you
0: yeah but then, then they fucking dap gloves and hugs when they go to fight exactly so it's or just like wrestling right
1: or do you, do you do you prefer that like do that once in a while or are they go into the well too much here
0: No, I think the first time you hear it, like that's the oh shit moment, and like Rollins has said it like fifteen times now, so it's just like it doesn't. It's like I get it because you're reminding us, but it's like it's never gonna pop me like the first time I heard it. Like, congratulations,
1: you're not a great dad. You know what I mean? Like, why would you say that? Like that doesn't like I understand. Rollins
0: is supposed to be a piece
1: of shit, right? But the other thing too is like
0: that's just what he is. That's his character. But why not
1: say something like you can't pass a piss test? You know what I mean? Like that would be funny because it's not like that's not
0: insult, Riddle would be like yeah I know. (laughs) It doesn't matter. We're allowed to do I don't it know. now. It's, it's legal just like, in almost every just
1: you, I just feel like sometimes when you go to this whole place where it's like your kids, your kids, your kids, or your wife, your wife, your wife, like it, after a while, it's rough. It's rough to deal with. Like as a fan, you're like, oh God, like. Is that what it takes? Is that what it takes to get into the gear? I don't know. Like, I feel like there's
0: already enough story there with Riddle and Rollins that you don't need to go to that point. I I agree with your point that Seth probably needs to be a little more creative, but again, like, this feud has been going for like three months, so it's like, you know, we just got to get to the fight pit.
1: Okay, that's fine.
0: Would you like to get hopeful? Would you like to talk about AEW? What would you like to do?
1: Glorious! You're my only hope. Okay. You want me to go? I can go.
0: Okay, you go, because I don't have one. That's what I figured.
1: So here's what I want. straight up. This is what's going to happen on Saturday. You ready for this? No. You ready for yes. this? Yes. All right. Seth Rollins is going to lose fight pit. Monday, he's going to win the United States Championship. Bobby Lashley is going to be pissed. Bobby Lashley is going to get ready for Saudi Arabia so he can lose to somebody important. Do you think you know who that is? Brock Lesnar? Yes. Goldberg? It's Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar comes back, yeah. although. Although, you could do a good old switcheroo here and have Brock Lesnar in D.C., which I think that'd be a terrible idea this quickly. Uh, people are saying that's going to happen. I think that's more of a WrestleMania I don't, thing. I don't, but...
0: I don't really want to see D.C. wrestle, For being honest. I think but... he's he's going to dabble. He
1: has to dabble, but I think Brock he's Lesnar...
0: Such a, he's so fucking annoying as a commentator, oh, too. Oh, I'm UFC, sure. Like... I'm sure
1: of it. Oh, just... I mean, Joe Rogan's pretty bad, too, but, you know, makes a shit ton of money. No, Ro- you know Rogan, about... I,
0: think, I think Rogan actually does a nice job. I might not always agree with some I of the things the he says. I just love the memes but... of like... Yeah, After he, gets he does have a shot, but like, but like by Spain and those guys are better, I think, on commentary than fucking DC.
1: I do love Bisping. he's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. so yeah, I would say Brock Lesnar again against you know Bobby Lashley. That's where we're headed because I don't think they're gonna have the United States Championship near Brock Lesnar. He doesn't need it, he's the traction. But Seth Rollins needs something, and they keep saying you haven't won a title in a very long time. They keep saying it. He ain't winning tag titles, folks. He ain't winning that championship from from Roman Reigns, it's not happening. So, might as well be the soon. United States champion. And honestly, he's on every show. He does everything he can. Bobby's had quite a great run as the United States champion. But it's Bobby versus Brock, too. And it's going to happen. And I'm very excited to see this. I want to see. I know it's not going to happen. I want to see Lashley go over again. On, this, on a non-concussed moment, please. Not going to happen. Brock Lesnar is going to come back and just beat the shit out of Bobby. But that's okay. we got to even I it up it. for the tree. You know, the, the, three, the three in the tree, as they say. Everything. I believe it.
0: All right. That's my hope. My hope. I am uh, going to go to AEW because there is, I oh, can't wait God. about to say this. There's a match on Rampage that actually has some stakes in WrestleMania. I don't know if it's live this week because they have battled the belts or if it's all part of one taping on Wednesday, who knows? But as uh, if you're watching, Andrade is taking on fucking that idiot 10. and Press master- 10. Yeah, it's, it, whatever. I don't care. Until, as long as he's a fucking number, he means nothing to me. He's just a number. Um, it's a mask versus career match where if Andrade wins, I believe he gets 10 and he throws away the mask. And I think he works in the AHF, whatever the fuck it's called. The worst fucking thing in AW. The worst stable. Uh, set private party free. It looks like they might be doing that. But it's a shame they're going to have to fucking follow around uh, Gout Boy. But... That's neither here nor there. Um, and Andrade's career in AW is on the line. And my expectation is Andrade is going to win this match because they're slowly picking apart Dark Order, which I think is the right move. And I think why this is one of the smarter booking things Tony has done is that all the buzz on the internet is about how Andrade's miserable, Andrade's playing into it, how he's tweeting about this place sucks and this and that and whatever, and how he wants to go back to WWE. So there's one of two things here. One, I love that they're teasing it because they're going to make me care because we're like, oh, my God, Andrade might lose. But the other thing is, if he actually does lose, and if unlike Malachi, Tony Khan lets Andrade go, he's going to go back to WWE with wifey. But on screen, WrestleMania, Zelina Vega and Andrade could reunite. She's been out with injury, and... You know that we love that duo together. I don't know if Andrade's ever a world champion. He's probably not, but him with Zelina I think is an attraction enough, and with her as his mouthpiece, he's a solid mid-carder who can dabble in the main event. We know he's a good wrestler. We know his character was always interesting, especially under Triple H. Triple H maximizes what those types of guys are, and what Zelina also maximized him. So either way, like I think we're winners, but my hope is that he actually does get out because I want Zelina and Andrade back. But if not, then they fucking made me care about on a Rampage match for the first time in fucking a decade. So, hashtag JC knows. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. Hashtag Rampage actually matters this week. Just for that match.
1: No, Nothing else on Rampage that matters.
0: It has stakes! It has stakes! Let's look at Rampage. What else is uh, booked right now? Oh, nothing. Okay.
1: There you go. I'm sure on Wednesday it'll be a fucking lightning graphic of 45 things coming at you with poor Excalibur.
0: We'll have a women's match, but we're uh, not going to care about the women's division. We'll have a random tag match. We'll we'll fucking put Swerve on the show. I don't know.
1: Fucking same shit every week on Rampage. Every single week on Rampage. It's just one match.
0: That's all yeah. it is. One match. But this week it has stakes, baby. A little sizzle. A little sizzle for Mark Henry to be like, it's time for the main event. That's the best part of Rampage, by the way. He, could, he could phone it in and do it once, but they do it every week. It's great. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be phoning doing that in every week until he gets out of his contract and go work for Papa H, who he loves. So. No, of course he does. Everybody loves
1: Papa H. <sighs> Anywho, is it time to get comebacky? Don't
0: call it a comeback. I like Explosions, WrestleMania. Oh, yeah? It, you know what makes explosions? Fucking tanks, baby. Rusev wrote it on one of WrestleMania. Shotzi in NXT. The reason why she grabbed my attention immediately as a character, it wasn't just the green hair. It was the fucking tank. Ow, ow, ow! There's just something cool about like a fucking someone coming out in a mini tank. When she first got called up and she was in the tag team with my girl Tegan Knox. who I hope to give a comeback to at some point when she gets her visa back, uh, they came out with the tank. They had one of the, probably the greatest Um, sad sack Corbin uh, segment backstage where they shot him in the nuts with the tank uh, which was hilarious Uh, it was KO was also in that segment because KO that was when KO was trying to be nice to them and give him money and uh, get him a new shirt Uh, but yeah he got shot in the nuts by the tank there's just something about it like it adds something to a character that has had something missing since she lost the fucking tank so this works and that's why the tank gets my comeback because I like Shotzi but a lot of the times like I see her and I'm disappointed but the tank, she comes out of tank. She could have the worst, sloppiest match ever. I don't give a fuck because she came out of fucking tank. So, boom, tank gets my comeback.
1: I also wanted to give my comeback to the tank because it's fucking awesome. But I won't. I will give my comeback. Are you ready for this, folks? I'm giving my comeback to Mrs. Wrestling. That's right. Candice LeRae gets my comeback because she deserves I, it. She did a great job in this matchup on Monday. I thought she did a great – I'm not sold on the Poison Pixie name. I think it's kind of stupid, especially since the, the commentary – and it, and it didn't ring true until I watched that Seth Rollins interview where he talked about please stop calling me Seth freaking Rollins every time in the fucking ring. But they go out of their way for that branding with like the Poison Pixie, the Poison Pixie. Just say Laray. Just say Candice. It's okay. But anyway, the match itself, really, really good. And I here's the thing that like everybody's going to get on me about, but I will say this much. It was a great match. Candice LeRae versus Dakota Kai. Fantastic. Go out of your way to watch it. But I loved her move set. I love that it felt real. I felt that she did a great job. She had a lot of homage to old wrestlers, new wrestlers. You can tell what she wants to do. But the fact is, when I was watching this entire thing, is exactly why everybody's here today. I do believe she is the better wrestler in her family. She is so much fun. She's a great wrestler. She can be on my TV whenever she wants. And did you know, right after that, they sent a promo to to her husband backstage going like, Oh, Dexter <laughs> walks out and does his fucking goofy goddamn Gargano gimmick. So, yes, she is better than her husband. That's why she gets my comeback, because she will always be a Nestle person. Gargano, not so much. You done? You done? No, I'm not done. I can talk about this no, all day if you no, want this to. Is,
0: this is exhibit A, why you're a piece of shit. Oh. Because... Candice LeRae is an amazing performer. I agree with you. She is one of the more underrated women's wrestlers that has been employed by this company. She was great in NXT. She was a tag team champion. She always had good matches. She had some great matches with Io Shirai down there. We know she has chemistry with Dakota. So it's one of those things. But you have to make it instead of just fucking praising her for how she is, you have to bring up the man in her life. Because God forbid it can just be about the woman. You have to devalue Johnny Gargano in this argument and make it about how much you hate him by comparing the two. They're both amazing. They both deserve the word wrestling after their first name. But you are such a fucking troll. You know what you were doing when you put out that that tweet. It wasn't about praising Candice. It was about so you could shit on Johnny Gargano, which is your favorite thing to do, which is fucking stupid. Both Candice and Johnny can be amazing and you don't need to compare the two because they shouldn't be compared because they're both their own people and they're both incredible performers and they're not even in the same divisions but you're going out of your way to make everything about how you dislike Johnny Gargano and that is why I just called you a piece of shit you, like, you do this shit all the time you always do this where it's like you can't just make it about somebody doing a good job, you have to draw a line in the sand, so you have to make it and pit two people against each other. It's like fucking American politics. It can't just be like, oh, this is a good policy. No, we have to make an enemy for no reason about the other side and create divide. Well, WrestleMania on this podcast, I believe in unity. And my unity is that I believe in the entire Gargano-Larray family. They can stand up together and both be great and don't need to be compared because they're both incredible There's always and they both be, deserve the word wrestling. They're
1: always going to be a comparison because... Because when yeah,
0: because you, people like you, people like
1: you, that I'm can't not alone. Let people. Like I'm kids. not alone. Yeah,
0: because guess what, WrestleMania,
1: there's a lot of pieces of shit on the internet, and you think I'm a piece of shit. I'll remember in this. this. In, in I'll this remember situation. that. I'll in remember this, that you called me a piece of shit. You called situation. me a piece of shit. And Via other the computer, situations. not to my
0: face in in person. You call well, me a yeah, piece of I, shit. Oh, Nestle, so Medi, you know very well. If we were recording this podcast in, the in same person, mode, I would look at you dead in the eyes and be like, "You're a piece of shit. You, you are a, I bad I am no, a bad person. You're a bad person." See, this is you're trying to spin it. No, because I just here called it comes. you. I called you a bad person, and instead of no, just saying No, you did not call me a bad person, you called me a piece of shit. Which is a bad person. No, the, bad. well, that's
1: a lot worse. You can call somebody a bad person, but then you, you call someone a piece of shit. You at, Right now, right now, you you said, okay, is this person over here? Bad person. This person over here? Piece of shit. You say piece of shit, that means Same. that person over there, piece of shit, worse than the bad person.
0: That's what- I am so I, no, you're that. Like, honestly, you're describing. Nah, no, because no, sometimes, I mean- I think they're like the same thing. It's just no, no, Piece, no, of, no, no. No, piece it's not. of shit is better radio. It's the same. It's how do you say the same thing in this argument? You're a bad person because you know what you're doing. I'm when you doing said that wrong. tweet, you probably had the biggest Grinch smile on your face because you're like, eh, I'm gonna get people all fired up, and I know someone like Guthrie's gonna come to my side. It's gonna make me feel even better because he's as big of a troll as I am. He has you little spike up your orange hair, and you go into your bridge, and you're like. Eh,
1: you know what you would do. We did have it's a okay n ne- we did have an idea for Nestle's Troll House t-shirt. So <laughs> that's we sh- an OG. That's an, that's an OG, OG one. We should probably bring that back. But Nestle's Troll House should be on dot uh, tpublic.com slash job Go nah. find all those shirts, especially Super Hot Fire and, and uh Monday Night Rerun. Help us out. Um but to get to the point, she's a better wrestler than her husband from beginning to middle and end. So she's great. She Stop wrestles it. with the here's the thing. She'll always have respect for me because she wrestles with the dudes intergender wrestling she was kind of the catalyst for it so you know what she can hang with the men she did a great job she gets the wwe she smokes it she's doing great she comes back after being a mom does a great job she's awesome i'm i'm for the women to get anything and everything they deserve i think she's doing a wonderful job i am interested in everything she does yeah and we agree on that but you had to make it about her fucking
0: husband no, I I said that you tweet. had to get that dig in there. Well, listen, like, listen, listen. Is it? Is it? Is it? Needlely, nestle, gonna needle this little shit in. Is it? Is it a dig? If you believe. Oh, it. it's a fucking. Dig. Is it a dig? If it's true. Is it true? No, I think not it's true. true. Though. I think it's true. No, because you
1: know it's not true. Are you saying it's to me that Johnny it. Wrestling is a better wrestler than Candice LeRae right now? I think they're both great. No, 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 no. Don't dodge it. Don't dodge it. No, 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 no. You, you okay, give me okay, shit. Ready, you give ready, me shit. Ready, ready? Is he in better? Terms, yes or no? In terms of pure nope, wrestling. Nope, nope, no he's qualifiers. Better. Yes or no. Be a boy. Be overall, a man. Overall, he's better. Don't say overall. Just say yes. He's
0: Just say yes. He's better too. Just say yes.
1: Draw a line of saying Candice LeRae, you think, is not as good as her husband. That's what you're saying.
0: I don't think you compare the two because they're never going to wrestle. So it doesn't a matter. they are both incredibly talented. And at the you end were of the trying day, to troll. at the end you of were the trying day, to no, you were trying to, that's what you were doing. You, you took something that was a great compliment to Candice LeRae, which she deserves it as the young book's favorite wrestler. We know she's amazing, but you had to take that and fucking get your little needly nestling to fucking take your little stab at Johnny. Wrestling. I listen, listen, if the man stopped
1: chewing up scenery and backstage promos and actually just wrestled like he can, I'd have no problem with the guy. Go back in your trash can, Oscar. It's the all, it's the all, yucky, yuck, yuck, yuck. He might as well be Fozzie Bear from the Muppets when he comes out. That's what I'm trying to say. At least, at least Candice LeRae comes out and looks the part, sounds the part, doesn't act like a fucking buffoon. That's what I'm trying to say. She's a better everything. Point taken, Nestle. She's better in general. It's infinitely She's better for my TV in general. Yeah, well, because you're a sexist. I don't know. JC needs a timeout button. That's
0: what he yeah, just said. A, I need to put you on timeout. No, out, put JC on timeout. No, no, no. He wants, he wants you put on timeout. No, out. I don't give a shit what Burt wants. Everyone wants it. But put up TJ's tweet. What did TJ
1: say? TJ said TJ, sorry, JC is my hero. It's hard to confuse both of you because yeah. you're both the same person, essentially.
0: So. No, because TJ is fucking smart. No,
1: TJ's not smart. Go back in your trash can so I can put the lid on you, Oscar. Listen, you want to Photoshop me as Oscar the Grouch with a green face? Go right ahead. Go right <laughs> ahead. <laughs> Let us enjoy our cookies. I'm the Cookie Monster. I love, I love cookies. Cookie also has to have fruit now. You wouldn't know that, but coo- you know you have to have
0: fruit because kids can eat all. I I also like fruit. I a banana this morning. There's I'll no fruit like Peaches. He yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's a smart cookie monster. He doesn't want to die young, so he's got to mix in, you know, his... He would have had diabetes now. by
1: now after the 30 years
0: of Also, cooking. if you eat a lot of cookies, maybe he's a little constipated. Fruit help, fruit helps you poop. So... You're going to really say that cookies monster. make you not poop? Depending on the type of cookies, if they're thick, maybe your stomach just builds them up. Uh, maybe it's like a blockade You're not lactose there. intolerant, are you? You have no idea what you... Never mind. I'm a little lactose intolerant. I can't have milk or ice cream really anymore. I can have cheese, It though. gets to
1: a point where your body just gives up on you. Do you see how we just got into a fight and then we just talked about something like normal human beings? It's very odd. We have a very odd relationship. I called you a piece of shit. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) You know. If it really mattered, I would have cried by now. But it's fine. Yeah.
0: It's don't fine. cry after the show. That's
1: true. I'll go find a broom closet at work. It'll be great. My my whole my whole uh, all the employees will be looking at me like I'm some kind of weirdo. It's fine.
0: You can uh, hang out hang out with Yanni Tor.
1: Yanni Tor. Yes, exactly. Uh, so there's my comeback. A uh, a stellar. If I knew a tweet was going to get me this much attention, folks,
0: I'll just. Oh come it. on! You fucking you probably didn't even hit send yet, and you were fucking giggling like a little girl waiting for the notifications. Listen, don't I'm a, be stupid. I'm I may call you a lot of things, but you know what you're doing. You are oh, You, I are, do. I you do. Are smart in there. Oh, I, I that's am. The, that's the problem is you're an evil one with the smarts. You're the ones we're going to watch out for.
1: Oh, so you're saying I'm smart. So I'm a smart Shut piece up. of shit.
0: Let's go to the big. Yeah, you are. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> big ol' finish. Uh, before we get to Extreme Rules on SmackDown, we have the rematch. GUTA! Defending his IC championship against Sheamus. Boned up. Ready to go. This
1: is going to be my main event of SmackDown. Absolutely.
0: We we also have hashtag JC's main event, which is Ricochet versus Solo Sokoa. I think Solo is going to chop him. Here's the other thing. You know what Solo Ricochet is going to sell his soul to fucking Solo. He's going to have
1: so much fun. Here's what I want. I want Solo to incorporate the Omaga thumb. That's what I want. Because the spike would be, it would go so well with Sequoia. Sequoia. I keep saying Sequoia. (laughs) Se- I can't even say it. Solo you fucking harbor. Sokoa. Sokoa. I'm too Do you know what it is? I have a problem with my brain where I put too many syllables and things.
0: And you like trees. It's okay. You I hugger. do like
1: trees. Yeah. That's Solo sequoia. Sokoa. 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 Say it. Sokoa. Uh, so yes, I'm excited for that. Gunther Gunther is gonna beat Seamus again. It's an absolute banger. Can't wait for it. If they don't have a shirt that says banger after banger after banger, they're losing money on WWShop.com. Honest to God. Dude, you would I, wear, at, I, I, I know look. you specifically would wear a shirt that says banger after banger. You would wear that out I, to the bar and try to get up chicks.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that, but... I'm just saying. I, I usually just go topless from looking at pickup chicks. You know, topless. Or are you at a show, off my, show off the nips. But uh, before we get to Extreme Rules, we're actually going to go to Monday Night Raw because we have Lashley versus Rollins for the U.S. title. Um, you predicted Rollins will win. I tend to agree. We also have the payoff to the feud that has been happening since they got there. Theory versus Gargano. Likely one because I think there'll be multiple.
1: Speaking this Speaking is going to have banter, a whole
0: banter. bunch of schmas. I cannot wait schmaz! for this. I cannot
1: wait for you guys to talk about how great Johnny Wrestling is, only to have this broken up into a six-man
0: tag. Can't wait. Yeah, because, like I said, this is only going to be one. This feud is so good, they should just do a best of seven it's of gonna, this instead of it's, fucking math boy. It, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be
1: this match. They stop. Alpha Academy gets involved. Here comes KO. That's not enough. Here comes Braun Strowman roar, and then we have a six-man tag. And at that moment... I'm gonna dial a little inside because all I can think about is here's a match people want to see and they'll get the ruined and be like, ah, we'll just save it for a pay per view later. That's what they'll do yeah. to us. They do it to Doesn't, us all the time, folks. That's TV for you. But Nestlemania, should we get extreme? Please, let's get extreme. Our boy TJ of the JK does a great job every time doing predictions. He has lined up our sheet for us. Let's talk about
0: extreme rules, folks. Where do you want to start? So we have six matches booked. We'll start off with a good old-fashioned Brook match. Six-man tag. The Brawling Brutes featuring the fella Seamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch taking on Imperium of Gunther, Ludwig Kaiser. I love the way Samantha says that. And Giovanni Vinci. Uh, Nestlemania, this is a great match. Um, I expect Gunther to win on, uh, what did I say, Friday? So on Saturday, man, does that mean Logic tells me to take the Brutes? Fuck it. I'm taking Imperium. Why not? Well, that's not, that's, shade, not, no, that's not hard. I'm, I'm also no, picking Imperium. No, changing my mind. It's the Donnie Brook match. Give me the Brawling Brutes. Wow. You're picking Donnie Brooks? The they yeah. Donnie Brooks themselves? Give me the Brawling Brutes to win Why the Why are Donny you Brooke. picking that? Because it doesn't matter? Because I can't fucking make up my mind on this match. So I'm just going to go with whose gimmick it is.
1: I mean, here's the thing. I tend to agree with you. I should probably agree that it is.
0: Well, I Bruce. thought you way the first, and then I literally just flip flopped as we were talking. Well, there you are. So Bobby. I don't have
1: a clue. I'm just guessing. Calling me a Republican uh, in this, you know, and then you said flip-flop.
0: So it's kind of, this is a very political debate we've had today. Moving on. Uh, we have a I quit match featuring Edge and Finn Balor with the Judgment Day of Damien Priest, Dom and Rhea Ripley. This match might as well be called an I schmaz match because we're going to get a lot of that, but it's going to end with Finn saying I quit. I agree. I don't like this match. I love it because it's Edge and Finn. So. Well, right. Edge and Finn. I hate, Finn, I hate, I hate any other, other match. In any yeah. other match, fine. I'm all for it. But here's the it. thing. I'm, I'm going to love. Get the fuck out of here. Get the I'm going to love 99% kid. of it. Just the ending, he's going to go. But Finn quit. will probably be like, ah, quit. He'll sell it. I don't know. Maybe they'll quit in for the Irish, I don't know. In that Irish
1: uh, uh, version, he'll just go, I quit. I quit. Uh,
0: wow. That is not a good accent at all. Don't um, ask me to do an sure. accent. I just did it on the fly. Next up, ladder match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Bella, who's on her own, except for not in this case cuz she has Alexa Bliss and Asuka with her. Taking on Bailey with Damage Control, the tag team champions of Dakota Kai and Neo Sky. I think Bailey's going to win. I really do. I think a ladder match is an easy way Bianca doesn't have to be pinned. This is going to be Schmas tactic. Maybe we get a fourth member of Damage Control here. There's a lot of possibilities, but give me Bailey. To be the new champ,
1: I am so shocked you picked Bailey after that
0: horrible performance. I, w- I want
1: Bianca to win, but I think Bailey
0: makes sense here.
1: I just, oh brother, what did I just do? I don't know. Uh, so I, I would say this much: I think you're wrong because the way that they had it makes no sense. Like, why would you have Bailey pose and then lose? Like, because on SmackDown, Bianca can pose. <laughs> if Bianca poses on SmackDown, I'm wrong. But Bianca probably won't be on SmackDown. Therefore, I'm right. I'm picking Bianca Belair.
0: Okay, maybe Triple H is just trying to fuck with your logic. We'll see. As the well, person well, with the big leading in predictions, in I, with the person leading in predictions, I go with me, but that's just me. Strap match. Nestle main event. Drew McIntyre taking on Karrion Cross with Scarlett. I don't give a fuck about this match, but I feel like Cross has to win by hook or by crook. Or by straight jacket.
1: <laughs> uh, I just, I don't know if this is the patented four corners tapping strap match, or if it's just we have a strap and there's pinfall and submission.
0: Will it be better boys, than though? the CM Punk MJF Strap match? The answer is no, not even close. Well, that was a
1: that was a a dog collar match. It's different. That's true. Same thing. No, it's not the same thing. One's it's pretty boards, much the same. One's allowed thing. to bleed. This will not be allowed to bleed. Might have some welts. Well, wow. some welts, but that's it. Dumb. They're still dumb concepts. Okay, I did not think that's what you just said. So thank you for saying that. Did you pick Cross? I did pick Cross because it's stupid because he's had one match in 45 fucking promos. TikTok, tock tick-tock, where's my fucking imagination? TikTok. tock let's do this.
0: Fight pit match where Daniel Cormier will serve as the special guest referee. Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. He asked Vince to drop it a long time ago, but uh, they don't want to, uh, so he stuck with it. Uh, I think, oh man, so you said you think Riddle's gonna win yes. and then Rollins wins on Monday? Yes. I think that makes a lot of sense, but... I have a weird feeling that Seth Rollins might actually win this match, but I'm I'm very torn in it because it's Riddle's. Oh fuck, man! I I kind of like when someone has their match type like they have it as like they always win it, mm-hmm. especially this is the first time we've seen them the main roster. But oh, I don't like this match at all. I'm excited I, for this. I I actually I, I, I mean, predicting I don't like it. Oh okay. I I'm excited
1: for it too. Um, I think I think Riddle wins. Go ahead, be a big boy. Go ahead, pick your Seth Rollins because that's a safe bet. It's not a safe bet. Riddle's a safe bet. Um, not with DC but, in there, I'd say. It's very
0: odd. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the other thing of why I think it helps Riddle. But... Uh, Mr. In-the-lead, can he, folks, afford to lose?
1: Yeah, this is great I, TV, by the way, and radio, so...
0: come I ahead. know. Pick Give me a fucking, fucking thing. thing. I'm going to pick Riddle because fucking yeah, Cormier. because
1: you're, you're an asshole. No, because
0: a fucking Cormier. Unless if he turned heel, that'd be cool. Um... You know what? Fucking give me Seth. I don't give a fuck. Give me Seth. Two flip-flops on the show. Let's go. I'm like fucking John Kerry out here, that fucking loser. Wow, Main event time. Extreme rules match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Not the main Liv event. Liv Vorgan versus Ronda Rousey. Like we said, extreme rules, which means there is going to be a way for Liv to somehow hold on to their title if they want her to or make Ronda look even more like the baddest woman on the planet. So I'll let you go first on this one. I believe somehow... Some
1: way, Ronda Rousey wins this. Okay,
0: well, the, I don't think that's hard. It's easy. She can just go in there and beat the fuck out no, of her. That's why I said. Rousey. That's
1: why I said somehow, some way, and made you think I was yeah. gonna pick Live, but I picked Ronda. Because-
0: uh yeah, I'm gonna take Live because I'm still waiting for the golden shovel to return and fucking bury Ronda under shit and giving Live the win here. Because I don't know. I just I feel like they're gonna milk this Live rain a little bit. So uh, if it isn't Charlotte, it'll be some other random shit. Uh, so give me Live to retain and an upset.
1: Okay, I put live down. We're all done with our predictions. Can I just say something very quick before we go to AW? Yeah. I'm kind of fatigued with this white rabbit stuff. I'm a yeah, little we didn't fatigued. Talk about it. I'm a, we didn't talk about it, but I'm a little fatigued, folks, because here's the thing. It's getting to a point where it's like it leads to one thing to leads to another thing that leads to another well, thing. And I do like that stuff. It's going to keep
0: leading to the next thing so you think it's coming. Right. And then it's going to come when you least expect it. Like it's not coming Sunday we or Saturday. We agree, right? I, well, the thing it's is, gonna be is something more has to happen
1: on Sunday. More Saturday. teases.
0: No. And I'm beginning to think more and more that it has to do with Alexa because some of the shit this week, when I, I mean, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like just post Jeff GIF immediately. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But what I do understand is that a lot of it has to do with Alexa and she kind of like killed the fiend. So whether he's trying to enact revenge or like maybe he goes through an revenge and can't cause he's in love with her or some bullshit. Like I think it, it links to Alexa. So I think somehow, some way that'll be linked, but it's not close. It's driving, me, in, it's driving
1: me insane with the magic blue, uh, you know, mm. eye puzzles and the, the zip codes. And then the, like they called the, the records, st- you know, store and they said, Hey, uh, feed your head or whatever. And he said, let me in. I thought that was cool. You know what I mean? Like all this stuff makes sense. we're getting to a point where it's just like
0: how much anticipation is too much that's what I'm wondering there's no such thing you really think so I don't think so because this is like all people talk about and they're looking at everything and they're probably looking at things that mean nothing and making them mean something so it's making it where it's like when you have a week like this where there was just a lot of random matches
1: inundated with stuff that just I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like okay this zip code goes to this this thing goes to that there's a gif over here over the pig the pig and the wolf could it be you know it's like drive it, it literally is driving you insane He is. In some way, he's driving you insane. Some people are saying it's Corbin. Some people because of the big bad wolf. I get that. Some people are saying it's Bray Wyatt. Some people say it's... uh I, I couldn't believe some of the stuff people are saying.
0: It's going to be Wyatt, but how funny would it be if it was, if it was Joe Gacy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? I love Joe Gacy, but, man, that, they really ruined his gimmick when they made him Supernatural because it was so cool with the acceptance shit, but then I know they fired Harland and that kind of threw it off, but yeah. whatever. The other thing, um, i sorry, sorry,
1: very, very quickly, yeah. the one thing that you said about Jace, the JC thing, which was really funny to me, is do you think at some point on Saturday we see something other than a QR code? Or or a light dimming or something. Do you think there's we get gonna a definitive be some, something? There's,
0: there's gonna be some random shit, and I think something's gonna fuck with Alexa because obviously she's part of this ladder match by being out there. So I just I don't know. It's gonna be the more of the same though. I think overall,
1: I'm I'm fatigued. I I mean I yeah. I see that Samson thing, and all I could think about was
0: Elias Samson. He could be part of it. Wouldn't I that mean, be interesting? Six? we assume he's off TV to regrow the beard, right. so. I
1: just think that, I I actually do believe there are going to be six people with Bray Wyatt, like, including Bray Wyatt. I think that's a real thing. I think it's a real stable. Because, honestly, Wyatt family needs to go. It is a dead thing. But, The Fiend was kind of cool. This next iteration, I, I, I can see the Wyatt Six sitting around a fucking, like, Alice in Wonderland tea party set, fucking talking to people. They'd be like, would you like to talk to the head of the table? I'd talk to the head of the table. You know, and they make fun of the bloodline. Like, I can see
0: that fucking thing happening. So, you know. It's interesting. Should we go to NXT? Yeah, let's get it over with. NXT and AEW are loaded this week in NXT. I'm going to save this one so you don't fucking lose your mind. But we have Wendy Chu versus Lash Legend. Whatever we have, a pretty deadly State of the Commonwealth address, which I'm excited Love for. Love
1: it. We have
0: a six woman tag between Toxic Attraction and Alba Fire and Aqina Lions and Zoe Stark. Don't care. And then we have uh, the Grayson Waller effect with Roxanna's Cora as guests. Which, if you've been on Twitter this week, Waller's just been fucking with both of them, posting like photos of them as kids, calling them marks as they pose with wrestlers, and then Roxanne actually dug one up of Waller with Candice LeRae, which made it even funnier. So that'll be a fun time because we know Grayson's incredible and he's going to bring out the boasts. The best in this feud, which is kind of cooled off. But then WrestleMania, we have two North American ladder qualifying matches. One we have in this best of three bullshit between Nathan Frazier. I have cool theme music taking on the fucking math nerd. I don't give a fuck. Give me Frazier. Give me Frazier because he's cooler, but I think Math Boy might win. I think the I- other one, though, is uh, the Adam Nestle special. It is Andre Chase versus Vaughn Wagner. Oh,
1: baby. I cannot wait for this matchup. I am so excited for Vaughn Wagner to get in that ladder match. It's not going to happen. I think he better win. No, fuck.
0: Give me I, Wagner I, I over think, Chase all
1: I, day. I, I think I think here's the thing. As much as a Von Wagner I am, I think that there's more momentum with right now with Andre Chase. I it doesn't matter.
0: I think you need. He's the big man. He catches match. everybody. Yeah. You need a big man in the ladder match. I think Von the Von Wagner is the guy. If you here's the thing. If Von
1: Wagner wins that fucking championship, <laughs> oh my god, am I going to be insufferable? I cannot wait for that shit. Here's the thing. I'd love to see Nathan Frazier win. I think that'd be a cool thing.
0: I would like to see Nathan Wesley Frazier in the or Nathan match. Frazier, that's what I would like I to see. have a feeling it's going to be fucking Math Boy, though. You don't, I don't even know his you don't name. Like- I just call him Math nerd. <laughs> I like, lo- I guess, I, I, I don't, I, the gimmick might be one of the worst gimmicks they've ever come up with. Yes. And just, like, the character, like, obviously when you put a mask on someone, it's hard to relate to them, but it's just like, yeah, he can do flippy flippies, but what separates him? Like, I know it's the A-Kid, and I thought the A-Kid was cool, I know they had to change it, but like. Get rid of the fucking math gimmick and maybe I'll kind of care. Every time
1: you say the math guy, the math gimmick, all I can think about is here comes goodwill hunting. Like I just, (laughs) I I can't think like anything else now. It's just like. Solving equations is more important than winning matches. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me.
0: Yeah, get it off my TV, as you would say. We um, head over to AEW, where they have a equally long show. Uh, we'll, we'll piss through some of this, because Luchasaurus is in action. Cool. We have Natural Scissoring Day, so that means we get acclaimed in uh, Daddy Ass Fun. I'm excited for that. We have Roosh versus Hayman in the random match of the week. We have a six-woman tag between Tony Storm, Athena, and Willow Nightingale taking on... Uh, Jamie Hayter, Serena Dean Penelope Ford, more of the same that we've been seeing. We have Darby Allin versus Jay Lethal in the I Don't Give a Fuck About Jay Lethal match. Uh, then we have a TNT title match between Wardlow and possible comeback opportunity, Brian Cage. This match actually could be interesting. I do want to see it. Um, and then we have Danielson and Garcia taking on Jericho and Sammy. But then we have the only match that I really, truly care about, and that is MJF and Wheeler Yuna because MJF don't miss.
1: I think the MJF thing is great. I don't think people care enough about Will or Yuta. I think there's a. There's oh, a are you kidding me? People, everyone
0: loves Wheeler Yuta except for me. I like to shit on him because he's boring. I think. I Young. think he's a great. He's a great wrestler. But I don't Just know if fine. he can
1: connect with people. That's the thing. Like, he, there's there's a certain hardcore following for for Weirly. Really yeah, really he has great. a
0: connection with those
1: people yeah. because they'll defend him. But not, I mean, but not to... in a general sense. I think they've done a really terrible job. Well, making well that's them why they
0: put him in the black Blackpool Cuckold Club because he gets to hang around the guys who actually matter, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's with William Regal, Chad Moxley, Brian and Cesaro. He's so fucking cool. He's a fucking nerd. You might as well put him with Axiom. Wow." Top Wheeler, three. Math Nerd, Hold on. Yuda. Hold on. Go MJF. Top three people you do not like on
1: your TV right now. Is it
0: Axiom? Is it Wheeler, Yuda? I, 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 is it somebody I, I, I else? Hate. Axiom, it's all gimmick. I hate it. He's a phenomenal okay. wrestler. But if you see somebody sucks. right
1: now, I want a top three before we leave. What is it?
0: God, that's really put me on a spot. Uh, Axiom, Wheeler, Yuta can stay on my TV. It's just he's annoying. Um, the Vaughn? No, Devon I'm fine with. Yeah. He plays a role. All right. He plays a role. It's I need someone. As long as it's fun, me. we can stop there. It's
1: fine. That's all. That's all I was hoping. I was. have to think about that because JC's I don't want to miss some top someone. rankings. Need to return, I guess, at this point, or maybe yeah, lower bottom, rankings. Bottom rankings. Bottom rankings. Yeah, yeah. you can, you can talk special. about people's bottoms. It'll be great.
0: On yeah. that, any other thoughts on the dynamite card?
1: I don't give a shit about dynamite. Honest what about God. Andrade
0: versus Ted on Rampage? I well, cool. apparently our boy Ray in the chat has put out
1: some Andre, uh, sorry, Andrade tweets that are, uh, These tweets are not necessarily. I
0: wonder if it's a work shoot. He's talking some He's shit. been doing it for weeks. He's been shitting on AEW.
1: Well, he's now he's shitting specifically on uh, Sammy Guevara, which I'm curious to see where this ends yeah, up. Yeah, well that's
0: so, yeah, everyone does that. That's that's easy. Well
1: yeah, but Sammy wrote back to him saying well, something very not Not storyline driven. So Well, because Andrade
0: kind of put it out there, and we kind of heard this at the time, that he didn't like how hard Andrade was hitting him, but that's kind of Andrade's style. But whatever. I mean, Sammy, no matter what Sammy does, is a fucking genius because he gets heat. And whatever he does, people are going to hate. So maybe Andrade's just trying to get himself over. I don't fucking know. But also,
1: go ahead. He did say in the tweet, I just want to make sure everybody knows this. He said, you'd be jobless if it wasn't for your daddy-in-law. And you're mad at me, but you you've failed to get over for a second time. Go back to the he's WWE. He's right. He's right
0: about both, which is incredible. But it's like you still hate him for it. Like yeah. I like Andrade, so yeah. Even me, who likes Sammy, that pisses me off. But it's just like the kid's a fucking genius, man. That's why he ain't going anywhere. The more you hate him, the more he gets over. One more match in WrestleMania on this Battle of the Belts, which is a thing. Pac defends against Trent. That's a thing.
1: Uh, apparently. Oh my god, Trent. That's the only be on belt
0: my- being defended so far. Trent should not be on my TV. I don't give a shit. Russell hates the best friends. I hate all of them, except Orange I Cassidy. love Orange Cassidy, and since they're, he's around them, that they're fine with me. As long as he is around them, Orange Cassidy is fucking job security. Cling to that fucking thumb. Cling to it, Trent, and fucking whatever your name is. Chuck other Taylor? Guy. Chuck Taylor, other friend. Cling to Orange for all you've got, because if not, you'll be in New Japan permanently. Uh, on that note, since we're not best
1: friends and I'm a piece of shit, we'll see you next week with more Jobber Knockery.
0: Shut up, Tony! I miss Jade.